G'day you mob, Pete here, and this is another episode of Aussie English, the number one place for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English. So, today I have a GOSS episode for you where I sit down with my old man, my father, Ian Smithson, and we talk about the week's news, whether locally down under here in Australia or non-locally <laughs> overseas in other parts of the world, okay? And we sometimes also talk about whatever comes to mind, right? If we can think of something interesting to share with you guys related to us or Australia, we also talk about that in the GOSS. So, these episodes are specifically designed to try and give you content about many different topics where we're obviously speaking in English and there are multiple people having a natural and spontaneous conversation in English. So, it is particularly good to improve your listening skills. In order to complement that though, I really recommend that you join the podcast membership or the academy membership at aussieenglish.com.au where you will get access to the full transcripts of these episodes, the PDFs, the downloads, and you can also use the online PDF reader to read and listen at the same time, okay? So, if you really, really want to improve your listening skills fast, Get the transcript, listen and read at the same time, keep practicing, and that is the quickest way to level up your English. Anyway, I've been rabbiting on a bit, I've been talking a bit. Let's just get into this episode, guys. Smack the bird, and let's get into it. So, Dad, what's hey. going on? Good. Sorry. You're, you're, you're allergic to bees. I am, yes. <laughs> Apparently, sixty-three. Not as allergic as African penguins. I shouldn't be laughing. Yeah. So again, this is a story from ABC. Again, um, go check out abc.com or uh, .net.au. Sorry, abc.net.au. Swarm yeah. of bees kills dozens of endangered penguins on a South African beach. Mm. So a swarm of bees killed sixty-three endangered African penguins on a beach outside of Cape Town. The South African Foundation for the Conservation of Coastal Birds, San Cob, with a San double Cobb. C, <laughs> San Cobb. has said. Yeah, I know. It's like, come on, guys. You could come up with a better, quicker acronym. That's like what eight, nine words. <laughs> well, the irony is that the irony is that. The F in there doesn't exist. It's not in the acronym. <laughs> South African Sand Foundation. There is no N in there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, I guess they've taken it from Foundation, right? Just oh, to make yeah. it work. I know. It's a weird one. So, after tests, we found bee stings around the penguin's eyes. The Foundation's David Roberts, a clinical veterinarian, said, this mm. is a very rare occurrence. We don't expect it to happen often. It's a fluke. Um, there was also dead bees on the scene. Would you believe it? So, the penguins put up a fight. Well, not necessarily. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right. Well, yeah. So, anyway, it turns out these African penguins are really, really endangered. They yes. obviously come to Cape Town. Well, they I don't know if they come there, if they, they live there permanently. They do, yeah. There's a couple of beaches around, uh, around the Cape that uh, these birds hang out on, uh, much yeah. like the little penguins do around the coast of southern Australia. Um, the yep. African penguins are around the coast of southern South Africa. Um, but they're very they're cute in, little birds. They're the they ones are. with these little pink, uh, kind of like, they almost face look patches. like a beanie that comes over the top of yeah, its eye. Yeah, little face like patches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are very cute. I know. They look gorgeous. So, yeah. yeah, I guess these guys were effectively being monitored by um, sand cob and they arrived on the beach and found, obviously, a shitload of them were, were dead. 
and they would have been like, what the hell? So they've taken away a lot of these animals and had them get postmortems by vets. And they found that these animals were all, you know, healthy with no external or physical injuries. But then they discovered all these multiple bee stings mm. in the animals. And I think what's happened is they, the bee stings are from a naturally occurring honeybee there, the Cape honeybee, um, which is believed to be the one that was responsible. They're native to the environment as well. Um, obviously, something stirred up the bees and the biology of the birds is what's really led to their downfall here where they pair up, obviously, they pair bond and then they'll lay, the female will lay eggs on a nest and one of the animals has to be there at all times whilst the other animal is out at sea fishing, filling up its crop with fish to come back and feed both the other parent and the chicks that, that are there on the nest. Um, that's their sort of way of reproducing. Typical penguin, you know. It is a variation on a yeah. typical penguin theme. Yeah. yeah, where one individual stays with the nest, the other one mm. goes out. And then obviously whilst one, the individual, I would imagine when they got to the beach, the 63 penguins that were dead were probably all the birds that were sitting on nests for prolonged periods of time. And, and wouldn't move. And wouldn't, and wouldn't move, move, yeah. And, and yeah. something's egged on these um, If you excuse the pun. Yeah, <laughs> so many of these puns coming out. That wasn't even intentional. So something's obviously set to the bees To be off. or not to be. And, and the annoying thing with bees, I think, is especially bees that die once they um, have stung is that they tend to send out pheromones once they are starting to attack something. So the others to come signal to the all the thing. others to do the same thing and you end up with a swarm and they'll yeah. just ta- attack anything in the vicinity. Mm. And so these bees have obviously attacked these poor penguins that would have been sitting there. Just, Fuck off, just leave me yeah, alone. I'm, leave not, me alone. I'm not a threat. I don't I'm need bees. <laughs> exactly. And they would have been, you know, sitting on their nests and all stung to death tragically. So, mm. um, yeah, it's a bit of a bugger, but it was an interesting story. And they were thinking, I think they were saying that numbers of penguins are dwindling and may the, the species may become extinct by the year 2035 if nothing else is done. So it kind of made me think about the penguins in the movie Oddball um, you know, the fairy penguins on the Middle Island, is it? Down Middle in Island in, down yeah. in Warrnambool, yeah. Where they're in the movie, they're like, we've got to stay above 10 or they're going to cancel the fu- the funding to take care of these penguins. And, you know, they get down to 11 or, or whatever it is. <laughs> Dogs will be out there going, no bloody penguins know. here. Maybe that's what they need. They need some Marema um, dogs to sit on the beach here in South Africa and fend off the bees. Maybe fend they should be the, the target for the bees. Yeah, yeah well, that's... Yeah, yeah, it was an interesting one because, yeah... Um, no explanation, and you'll never come up with an explanation for how it happened. Or well, arrived on the scene after the fact, right? So you got yeah, no idea exactly, and potentially no solution, you know, because if you can't explain how, or why Kill the it happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was crazy. We went to the the um, kids park the other day, and Noah's playing, and I'm like, "There's all these fucking wasps just flying past my face constantly. Like, what? what? And they're all going in the same direction. Ooh. And then I noticed that they dug a nest in the tan bark. Oh, which no. is what they put on the bottom of playgrounds so that if kids fall, obviously it's somewhat softer than, you know, concrete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but these wasps had dug a nest and I'd been watching a channel. There's a channel on YouTube that I've gone down the rabbit hole of watching a lot Uh-oh. since I was doing my PhD. Uh-oh. And it's called Mousetrap Monday. And effectively, this guy gets sent oh, mouse yeah. traps from all over the world. And he tests them. And he yeah. tests them on mouse mice that he has in his shed, you know, and he'll he's he's branched out now. He's obviously realised that there's a market <laughs> wasp, into killing wasp wasps. Trap Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, into killing. I think they're called, are they called leather jackets or yellow jackets? Yellow jackets. Yellow jackets in the yeah. US. Yeah, we call them European wasps in Australia. Yeah, are they European? Yeah. 
Yeah. They I, never, the I never know. They come from the Northern Hemisphere like... and the assumption is that they came here from Europe. Yeah. So, so we have them in Australia, but- um, yeah. But they've only for about the last 30 years. Yeah. Just- but, so this guy on this channel, Mousetrap Monday, he, he uses all these different methods of trying to clear these wasps out of, you know, his garden or his friend's gardens or their farms. And he's done a few where he pours like liquid nitrogen down into the nest, or you know, molten aluminium. Well, and, yeah, yeah, there's all these things. He's like, he's like, "Well, that one worked well." And you're like, "No shit, Sherlock." Yeah. Yeah, who would have thought? Liquid to work. nitrogen. Yeah, 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 but no one's going to watch that, Dad. I know. Yeah. I can used, do that themselves. I used an actual. Well, I think he does do a few actually using proper products. Yeah. that have been made, but then he's obviously branched off into, hey, I, I, I happen to have a bunch of liquid nitrogen and a wasp nest. <laughs> anyway, oh, so, coincidence. so, but I was watching that and he full, fully suits up, you know, mm. he gets into a bee suit or what I imagine is a bee suit. A bee suit. <laughs> it yeah. It looks like a bee. <laughs> well, no, it's a suit to protect him from the bees, right, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> you got this? You've seen one before. I have. And yes. he, the, the, the wasps, obviously, for, for, pretty obvious reasons go ballistic they go berserk when he's trying to exterminate them what a um, surprise well that's the other thing is that when and i've killed a couple of wasp nests myself but you do it at night crazy. when they're not active yeah compared to bees but he's, you can't video it you know <laughs> he wants well, the thing it. to look exciting yeah and uh, i've forgotten where the tangent oh so we're at the park and I see this thing there and I'm just like, holy shit, like this, <laughs> someone needs to do something about this. We have to call a council because, yeah. and Kel was like, why? What do you mean? What's, what's the problem? And I'm like, man, all Noah has to do is go over there and piss them off somehow, yeah. you know, just walk be past thousands of them out there. and they'll kill him, you know, like, yeah, yeah he, he could die. So, a baby could die. Someone, you know, there's hundreds of them, if not thousands of them in the ground there, you know, yeah. I'm terrified enough. And Noah's just running around like, la, 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 <laughs> Jesus. And so Noah's a little bit young, but your average five-year-old is going to get a stick and poke it in there. You know, well, that was if- <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. I, did, I was definitely in that camp when mm-hmm. we were younger, living in the mountains. I, what did I do? I remember we had a, a jumping jack nest in the front yard. Do you remember we that? We did, yeah. I got done. I was um, jumping jacks you in Australia. To- yeah, jumping jacks in Australia are these little ants that are kind of like a dark, glossy, navy blue dark color. indigo color. And they have these red pincers that pincers. are like fluoro red or fluoro yeah, orange. orange. Yeah. And you know that they're jumping jacks because, one, they can jump, which is fucking terrifying if you don't like stinging ants. <laughs> Normally, ants are pretty good because you're like, okay, there it is. Oh, it's not a problem. Yeah. But these ones can jump <laughs> and they jump at you. And- but they also have antenna that kind of flick constantly. Yeah. Like they kind of look like a wasp, right? That's like really irritated. And I remember we had these in the front yard and I thought it'd be a great idea to get the hose and shove it down the, the um, mm, ant nest. Not a great idea. <laughs> Especially when I turned it on and then they all ended up on me. And I remember my foot swelled up so much I couldn't put my shoe on yes. after that. So that was a that was a, uh, a lesson well learned. I didn't, I didn't do that afterwards. <laughs> and the key is probably never do it again because well, you will have- you will have developed an allergic allergic reaction to them now. Yeah, so. who knows? It is funny, though, because you look back and I'm like, I remember being that young and thinking, man, this, is, this seems like a pisser of an idea. This would be hilarious. Mm. You know, like, uh, I, what are they going to do? Water's going to go into their nest at a yeah. high velocity. They're going to shit themselves. And, and then you don't realize they're going to come after the person who yeah. is attacking them. Oh. Yeah. And you, it's so funny. As an adult, you're like, clearly, that is really, really dumb. Yeah. And but, then, hey, but as a child, you're Ian's like, rule be great of parenting fun. and teaching. I was a high school teacher for ten years. Yeah, Ian's parenting uh, rule. There is only one rule for parenting and teaching. 
and that is children are fucking idiots. <laughs> After everything else, that explains everything. You don't know. You've got to give him, so, to give him a bit of uh, leeway, right? You just don't know what's going to oh, happen yeah, with these yeah, things. You've got no but idea. But it just means you have to entirely manage yeah. their risk until they well, are capable of managing it themselves. I think that's what makes taking care of my kids, Noah especially, obviously, at the moment, is just that you just don't know what he's going to do. You're like, no, look, you have I, no idea. I look at this room and I see an incredibly safe room and mm. he's probably sees, you know, a room and doesn't, see danger or safety. No, he just sees a thousand things to play with. But he'll find a way of doing some dumb shit. Like the other day- What happens if I climb the bookcase? Well, he was smashing one of the cars into the wall. And I'm like, mate, you're going to push the car through the plaster in the wall. And it's like- Really? Yeah, I know. (laughs) But it's one of those things you'd be like, why would he know that? (laughs) He's got to do it once to realise that's the the cause and effect, right? That's my point is "Ah, that children are idiots. And (laughs) you just have to manage their risk profile. Until yeah. they get sensible enough to do it themselves. But, but that is the most tiring thing. It's just that constantly needing someone to supervise. You don't necessarily have to be- teacher in a science lab. Oh, man. With, a, with 25, 14-year-olds. <laughs> the Bunsen burners. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. What you meant to, you mean we get to burn stuff and see the colors change and everything? What happens know. when I do burn the you kid know, next my door and see what happens? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, yeah. That's probably enough for this episode. See you in the next one, guys. Hope see you enjoyed it. Alrighty, you mob, thank you so much for listening to or watching this episode of The Goss. If you would like to watch the video, if you're currently listening to it and not watching it, you can do so on the Aussie English channel on YouTube. You'll be able to subscribe to that. Just search Aussie English on YouTube. And if you're watching this and not listening to it, you can check this episode out also on the Aussie English podcast, which you can find via my free Aussie English podcast application on both Android and iPhone. You can download that for free or you can find it via any other good podcast uh, app that you've got on your phone, Spotify, podcast from iTunes, Stitcher, whatever it is. I'm your host, Pete. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a ripper of a day and I will see you next time. Peace.